Are you dealing with fear, uncertainty, anxiety? Well, stay tuned because today's show is just for you. It's time now to get the hell out of your life. A weekly broadcast with real people, sharing real struggles, and offering real hope. Today's show will encourage, inspire, and empower you to face life's challenges with a bold confidence and renewed hope. Now, let's join our host, Ron Myers, the promoter. Hello, my friends, and today is probably the most important show that I have done so far in my life. And I have done many shows. I have had lots of people call me the last few days. They are totally perplexed. They are dealing with anxiety. They do not do not know what to do. I had one gentleman say that his heart is becoming so hardened and he's so mad and he's so furious and... I told him, you don't want your heart to become hard. You don't want that kind of pain in your life because it will destroy you. And he agreed. He said he was just a basket case. Friends, there's nothing worse in life than expecting something that is going to be given to us and then it is taken away. We've all been there. We've done that. I remember when I was 21 years old in the Air Force, I came home one day to find that my neighbor had stolen my wife and she was running across the country. She abandoned me and my two children. I became a single dad at the age of 21 with a two-year-old and a one-year-old. And that Friday night, I looked up in the sky and I said, God, where is my life. What's going on? I thought this was going to be a live happily ever after type scenario. And I heard him say that there are things in life that we will never understand, but he wants us to know he is with us. He is for us and he is never against us. I survived. My kids survived. We became an incredible family, a single dad with two children. Things happen in this world that we can never explain. There's evil out there. If you call yourself a child of God and you believe Jesus is your Savior, then inside you dwells the power of the Holy Spirit. The Bible says, greater is he that's in you than he that is in the world. You are more than a conqueror. You are an overcomer. And God has not given you a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and sound mind. This is a defining moment. The world is coming after us. It's with lies, manipulation, but we will rise to the occasion and we will not cower. We will not back down. We will not go to the back of the bus. We're going to the front of the bus. In fact, we're going to be the bus driver because we are going to drive to righteousness, to truth, to honor, to integrity. We are winners. We are overcomers. And God wants you to know today, listen to this. He is for you. He is never against you. He is not a 
abandoned you and he never will. He wants you right now to walk and rest in his power, his love, his mercy, his forgiveness. It's never over in life till it's over. So we have to walk in faith. We have to have optimism. We cannot sound and act defeated because we are not defeated when we walk with Jesus. We are the light of the world when we reflect the love of Jesus. And we know light scatters darkness. So this is our times as believers to unleash, I mean, unleash the power of Jesus into the darkness in this world. And you stand with a boldness. You stand with a holy confidence in God. You stand with faith that you are an overcomer. The Bible says that the prayers of a righteous man availeth much. This is a time for the church to come together, to unite and to pray and to pray and to pray, and let God's hand begin to expose the corruption, the lies, and the manipulation. God, he needs his children to come together and come to him as as that great, wonderful father and say, Father, we hurt. We don't understand. This. There's, they're stealing things from us. They're lying. They're manipulation. I believe with all my heart, friends, we are living in a time where God is going to show up. Now, God is never early and he's never late, but he is on time. But he needs his children to be together in unity, in faith, in hope, and pray. This is our time. This is our time. And if, if we have to have a little bit of struggles, if we have to have a little bit of anxiety so we can then draw ourselves closer to God. Well, then let it be. Remember when Peter, Jesus said, hey, Peter, come on out of the boat. And Peter began to walk on water. He was walking on water as long as he focused on Jesus. But the minute his eyes came off of Jesus, he began to to sink. Friends, this is our time. Let's focus on Jesus. Let's walk on water. Let's be the answer to the darkness in this world. Let our light shine. Let us go out there and unleash Jesus and guard your heart. Be careful how much news you watch. And you know what? Maybe this is the time to go through your social media and get rid of those friends that oppose everything that you believe in. Have no more arguments with them. Pray for them. Pray for them. Love the hell out of them. Love the hell out of their lives and allow Jesus to love the hell out of your life. This is your time. You're alive. You're well. You've got a mind. You can think. You've got family. Stick together. Don't let the circumstances of the world harden your heart. Don't allow the circumstances of the world to drive you to a bar or to addictions or drugs or anything. Let the freedom of the Holy Spirit in you renew you, restore you, refresh you, empower you. This is our time. One part of me, I'm sad, but the other part, I'm excited because this is the time that we can show this dark, evil, cruel world who Jesus really is. And when we unleash Jesus, guess what? We win. Now, we may lose a couple little battles, but we win the war. So this is our time. Hold your hand. Hold my hand and let's sing Kumbaya. 
Well, we can sing that, but let's just believe and have faith. We're going to get through this. We're going to rise above the occasion, and we're going to show the world that God is in charge, not some bunch of people behind the scenes manipulating things with lies and trying to affect our hopes and our dreams. No, we are not going to allow that anymore. Amen? I'm going to take a break, and when I come back, you're going to hear an, hear an interview I had with a gentleman in Jackson, Mississippi. He interviewed me about my book, The Promoter, and that's coming up right after the break, so don't go anywhere. Does God speak to us today? If so, what does he sound like? Thundering roars? Crashing waves? A booming megaphone? Maybe sometimes, but maybe it's not quite as Hollywood dramatic as all that. Maybe it's a little more simple. John 10, 27 says, My sheep hear my voice. I know them and they follow me. In the midst of all the noise and questions, God is speaking and we can hear his voice. We just need to learn to recognize it. So what does he sound like? He sounds like love, like reconciliation, like kindness, wisdom, hope, truth. Do you know those sounds? Then maybe you hear his voice more often than you think. Maybe you're being led by him more than you realize. Maybe God is speaking to you and you actually are listening. You just didn't know it. Following is a pre recorded interview that took place on WYAB in Jackson. Good morning, I'm Jim Thorne. You're listening to That's What's Happening here on 1039 WYAB. Recently, I read a book that uh, I really want to recommend to you, our listeners. It's called The Promoter and uh, written by a former colleague of mine, Ron Myers. Ron and I were radio station managers for Christian Radio Network a few years ago. And uh, Ron's station was down on the Gulf Coast of Mississippi, and the station I managed was here in central Mississippi. Well, The Promoter is an autobiography by Ron. It tells of a life's journey that took him through some very difficult times, some successful times and some times of heartache and sadness. Yet in the end, Ron uh, came out on top as uh, and has touched literally thousands of lives, making a positive and everlasting impact. And right now, it's a pleasure to welcome to That's What's Happening, my friend Ron Myers. Good morning, Ron. Good morning, Jim, and it's a pleasure to visit with you. Thank you so much for the invitation to uh, talk with you. Well, I've really enjoyed your book. Uh, we got together a couple of weeks ago. You gave me one of your first copies. And I guess, uh, uh, you know, there's so many things I'd like to go in with uh, for this. But first of all, I want to ask, why did you write the book? And, and I mean, you're so transparent in these things that you encountered in life. Why would you write it, Ron? Well, I, Jim, I really felt uh, sometimes when you get older and you look over your life, even when I didn't know God in the early stages of my life, as I get older and I look back, I can see how God's hand was there. And I never really saw that, but he was guiding me every time that I would look for him for direction. So I wanted to have uh, a, 
a story, my story, so that anybody that's listening or anybody that reads it realizes that God loves each of us so much that even when we're away from him, even when we are struggling, that his hand is always reaching out to us to take us and pull us along the path. And I've had such an amazing story that it was it would be absolutely impossible some of the things that I have been able to do without God. You know, I tell people the first half of my life was all about me, but the second part of my life was all about him and giving back to the community. And now when I began to search for my destiny, my divine destiny from God, it's amazing all the things that I never knew I could do, I am doing, and all the things that I thought I would do, I'm not doing. Mm -hmm. And that's what's so awesome about God for each of us. He has a beautiful, intricately planned, laid plan for each of us, but it doesn't just happen. We have to seek Him, follow Him, and let Him guide us to our divine destiny. Ron, uh, I w- uh, tell our listeners how we can pick up a, b- a copy of the book, and, and we'll give that, uh, that information again at the end of our interview. Well, right now it is on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and it uh, is being placed right now on my website at thepromoter.org. And if they order through the website, it's a little better price and I will sign a copy to the individual that orders it. That is the promoter.org. All right. Yeah, you know, so many uh, things that you experienced, I think a lot of our listeners or whoever reads your book can uh, relate uh, to some really difficult times. I'm talking about broken dreams, broken homes, tough childhood. And uh, yet, uh, like you said earlier, you turned a lot of those negatives into life lessons that you learned from and uh, made those into positives. Is that correct? That is correct, Jim, because I always, no matter what troubles I had as a child or even as a teenager, I just always saw a glass half full and not empty. I had an encounter of God at 11 when I really wanted to end my life. And that really was just that still, quiet voice that said inside my spirit, don't hurt yourself. I have a plan for you. So I knew at 11 years old that there was something out there. There's something bigger for all of us. So that was the motivation that even as I got pushed down in life, and told that I would never amount to anything and that I was nothing but trouble, I knew the voice inside of me said, no, you have a hope. I have a hope for you. I have a plan. I have a future. So I began to look at the world at a very young age through possibilities instead of the impossibilities. And I think that attitude, that positive attitude that I had, is the very thing that got me through the trials. And um, I remember when I was in the Air Force, I worked at the medical center at Keesler, and I had something happen to me about, I was 19 years old, and I worked in on the cancer ward. And I found something out, Jim, that a lot of the patients that were diagnosed with cancer, uh, they should have lived three, four, five years. They weren't that bad. But they died within maybe a few months. And then a lot of the cancer patients that only had a few months to live, 
lived three or four years. Mm -hmm. What was the difference between these? These were, the difference was their faith and their attitude. One of them believed that they were going to tackle this and they would go on and they would get some more time out of life. And other ones just realized that, well, that's it. Ends is here. Mm -hmm. I'm going to die. So I learned at a young age, just that little seed planted that sometimes in life, we have to believe the impossible. And with God, we know that all things are possible with God. Mm-hmm. We're speaking with Ron Myers, and the book is called The Promoter. And uh, Ron, of course, the title lends itself to uh, let our listeners, our readers know, the readers know that you did a lot of promotions down on the Gulf Coast. Maybe talk about uh, some of the things that you were involved in prior to you becoming a Christian and then some of those after that. Yeah. You know, Paul said in the Bible that he was a chief sinner. Well, when my early days of has a promoter, you know what? I promoted anything I could make a buck at. I mean, I did women's mud wrestling. I did festivals. I did bikini contests. I did anything, even at these festivals that began getting so popular, Jim, I would have the Christian protesters out there saying, Ron Myers, you're going to hell, change your ways. And I would tell him, listen, listen, I got a little picture of Jesus on my office wall, so y'all just leave me alone. Mm -hmm. But what I didn't know is that the more successful I was becoming by promoting all this wild, crazy stuff, the emptier I was feeling, I was achieving what the world says was success, dollars here, dollars there, notoriety, celebrity status. But I was miserable inside. And that's when one day in Atlanta, Georgia, I just kind of matter of factly said out loud, Lord, I don't understand this. I'm just miserable. What's going on? And I heard that little voice that I heard at 11. Now that I have your attention, if you'll listen to me, I will show you your destiny. It's time to promote me. So I did a total 180 degree turn came back to the Gulf Coast, told people I was closing my business. I'm now going to promote Jesus. I had people wanting to take me to the mental ward. They said, (laughs) you are crazy. Why would you do this? I said, because it's time to promote Jesus. I had a joy back in my heart. And then, and that was over 20 years ago, I've never looked back. And Jim, I ended up in Christian radio. As you said earlier, I should have never been in Christian radio. I had no experience in radio, Mm -hmm. but again, a God moment. And so I'm a promoter now, but I promote the everlasting changing power and life-changing destiny by anybody that follows Jesus Christ and puts him first and just loves, let the Lord love the hell. He loved the hell out of my life. Jim. Yeah. And so, you know what? Now I've got heaven in my life. And so when you experience something like Jim, like that, Jim, I just can't shut my mouth. Yeah. That's okay. why people say you definitely are the promoter because you won't shut up about Jesus. I said, well, I can't. That's just what I do. I'm just one of those crazy little Jesus freaks. But you know what? I... No, there's only a certain amount of time left in this world. Paul said life is but a vapor. And I just want to finish strong. 
And I just want people to know that no matter what you're going through in life, no matter what life has done, no matter what people have told you, there is hope. There is a better way. And that way is a relationship with Jesus. It doesn't solve all your problems, but what it does, it gives you a peace that surpasses all understanding. It allows you to sleep at night knowing that God is going ahead of you to begin solving problems. And uh, so that's my dream before I leave this world. Uh, Ron Myers, uh, you know, like I mentioned, you know, we were kind of colleagues. You were managing the station down there on the coast. I was up here, and, you know, we only have a couple minutes left, but uh, you you go through uh, some difficult times uh, towards those last uh, couple years uh, or a few years as a station manager. And with Hurricane Katrina, your house was devastated. You lost your house, but, yeah, you were on the air giving information out to the folks down there and really connecting, and uh, a lot of folks down there really owe a lot to the work of Ron Myers, even though Ron and his family had suffered greatly during those times. You're right, Jim. Katrina was one of the most devastating times in my life, personally and professionally. But at the same time, if God put me at that radio station for nothing but Katrina, it was worth it because we organized flights uh, from all over the United States to come here to the Gulf Coast and dispense uh, items and help. It, it was just a blessing. I remember interviewing people, Jim, that were here, and they said, we came down here to help, but you people are blessing us because we we never knew it would feel so good to begin giving of ourselves. And a lot of people came back every six months. Mm-hmm. And then the most devastating part was when the radio station did close. And then my father was down here, and I had to take care of him. He had a fall. So he was put in a nursing home and then took care of my father for eight years after the radio station closed before he passed. So it was some tough times, but God was faithful through all of it. And when I came home from my dad's funeral, took him back up to Iowa, I felt God say, now you need to finish the book. And as you said earlier, Jim, he said, now, when you write this, I really felt the voice say, be transparent bear your soul. Don't act like some big shot or some promoter. Just share with people what I did in your life so I can help other people in their life. Uh, it's inspiring. I recommend it to our listeners. I've read it. I enjoyed it. I got a little lump in my throat a few times. It's called The Promoter, Ron Myers. Again, Ron, how can people get a copy? The, it will be on Amazon or Barnes & Noble. Uh, also at the website, thepromoter.org. Now that's being put up. It will be up in just a day or two. And, um, then they can get a, a little lower price than on the, than the online stores. And I would love to put a personal note in it to anybody that wants one. All right, very good. And uh, you've got events coming up. Uh, you're still promoting. You're still at it and uh, going in the positive direction. It's very inspiring. Again, it's the promoter, Ron Myers. And, uh, again, your website, Ron. Thepromoter.org. Promoter.org. And, Jim, thank you for uh, letting me visit with you today. It's always a pleasure. You and I did a great job together uh, with uh, Christian Radio, and you're still doing it in Jackson, and I'm doing it here on the Gulf Coast. We're just doing it a little bit different, but it still has the end result of telling people good news that Jesus is alive and well and wants a relationship with everyone. All right. Ryan, it's always good to visit with you. Thank you so much, and hope to see you soon. All right.
Okay, brother. God bless. God bless. Bye. Ron will be back in a moment to wrap up today's conversation. Would you like to get the hell out of your life? Would you like to live a life with peace and purpose? We can help you. Simply go to our website, thepromoter.org, and download your free copy of Get the Hell Out of Your Life. This free resource will encourage, empower, and inspire you to become the person God created you to become. It's time to get the hell out of your life and discover your divine destiny. Now, back to Ron. Well, friends, I love you and I want to pray for you. May the peace and the power of God that surpasses all understanding fill you today and remind you how much you are loved. May the peace of God melt away fear, doubt, anxiety. You are destined for success. God has a plan for you. I'll see you next week. God bless you. Never give up. Never give in. This is your time. God is with you. Today's show was produced by Ron Myers Ministries, a listener-supported ministry. For a copy of today's broadcast, please visit our website, thepromoter.org. And would you prayerfully consider making a tax-deductible donation so that we may continue to share stories of God's amazing grace with the world? And join us next week for another broadcast of Get the Hell Out of Your Life. Real people, sharing real struggles, and offering real hope.